Well, well, well. People of the world, of the United States, this is a day. This is a day that I think people are going to talk about forever, Danielle. Forever and ever. I mean, I'm, I'm already. I, this just... is already. This is a day that I'm going to think about forever because this is the first day and the first podcast of our new show, Normalize This. So you might be thinking on normalize this, what happens? They're definitely thinking that. I'm thinking it. <laughs> I'm wondering what... what I, I was hoping you would tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? So normalize this is a show where we're going to discuss different ideas, trends, and behaviors, and whether they should be normalized in everyday society. And I think, honestly, I don't think there's any two people who are more qualified than you and I. And if, very abnormal people. Very. And if the if you, the listener, couldn't tell from the shrill voice <laughs> opening this podcast. If the hairs inside of your ears are not standing up. If they, they are, are not are erect. <laughs> my name is Adam Rippon, and I can't normalize this alone. You can't. This is my beautiful oh, co-host. Is, is that my lead? Is that my lead in? That wow. Is your lead. That's that's how I decided that you should be let in. It's giving very dot dot dot, but I'm here. I am Adam's co-host, aka the content queen. But my real name is Danielle Young. That's what most people call me. Not my whole well, actually, a lot of people do call me by my whole name. I love I don't your know what whole that's name. About. It just rings. Danielle right? it just, Young. It sounds it honestly sounds somehow shorter than just Danielle. Danielle Young. Yeah, it goes together. It really does. But I'm here with you for Normalize This, and I'm so excited to be hosting this podcast with you. Oh, I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm I'm so ready for this. And you might be thinking, what are we going to normalize today? Right? I feel like they might still be thinking, like, who the heck are these people? They're thinking, what did I, I click <laughs> on? What did I click on? And who? when I say that, continue listening, please. Keep listening. I feel like we should tell them with each episode, like, one interesting or fun fact about ourselves. Okay. Um, like, you know, reel them in with the goods. I love that. Why don't you reel them in first, Danielle Young? <laughs> I'm glad to go first because Adam is like an Olympian. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that is fun. <laughs> okay. So my interesting fact to start off this whole thing, I think I'll start with the fact that Oprah, mm. the Oprah, Ooh. needs no last name, but we still know it. Oprah oh. follows me on Twitter. Oh my God. I did not I expect that to go there. Isn't that crazy? And I don't even tweet like that. No, that's incredible. Do you know? She just had to be there. Barack Obama follows me on Twitter, but wow. I know that that's, that okay. has to be a mistake. <laughs> It has to be. And he's following, I think, 500,000 people. And here's the thing about Oprah. She's following like 300 people. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm one of them. What? Oh, it's that's crazy. OK, that's actually 
Listen, go check okay. go check her Twitter right now. I, I'm going to take your word for it. I'm, I do believe you. I exist. I'm there. That was great. I guess my fun fact is that now I'm a podcaster and I'm not looking back. I'm only looking forward. And on today's <laughs> episode of Normalize This, we are going to be normalizing dating apps. This is not an episode about whether or not dating apps need to be normalized. It's been normal on there. We have clearly both had success on dating apps. And for our generation, it's kind of more common than not, right? Yeah. But I still know people who are very cringe when it comes to the idea of using an app to date. So let's talk about how to normalize using dating apps. The do's and don'ts, personal experiences, things just like that. I'm a believer in dating apps. I actually met my boyfriend on a dating app. Okay, which one? Hinge. Hinge. Okay. I I met my now husband on Tinder. Wow. Right. Tinder. Now, see, that one was the okay. Wait. Okay. We need to. This is what I want to dive into right now because I I feel like that uh, that the apps mean something. Okay. The apps do mean something. They absolutely mean something. But listen, before we get into it, because we are going to like dig all up and through these apps and what they mean, I want the people to know they have to stick with us through the show because later we're going to play a game called Keep It or Curb It. Love that. It's where you and I, Adam, will discuss what we cherish with all of our beautiful little hearts and what we want to roll down the driveway and leave for the garbage man to pick up. Good. I'm ready to cancel something. To get I'm ready to meet the garbage man. Like, <laughs> what's he up to? <laughs> Me too. I am so, I'm so ready for that. Me too. Listen, before we get into it, though, I don't want people to forget that they can, like, touch us. We are accessible. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from y'all. We do. So make sure that y'all hit us up on social media, because as you've heard, Oprah is already following me on the Twitters. <laughs> so you should just join her there. My handle over there is Rapsodanny. It's R-H-A. P-S-O-D-A-N-I. And then it's my name on Instagram, the Danielle Young. So just follow us on there. Hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. And you can follow me on Instagram at Adam Rip and on Twitter, Adam Rippon. So just if there's something that you feel that needs to be normalized, we're here from you. We're here from you. <laughs> we're, we're here from we're you. We're here from you. And actually, to- that's how the podcast ends. And so <laughs> good night. Uh, and um, thank you so much for for listening. Um, please don't forget to slide in our DMs No things that you want to normalize. No, please. And we do actually, we it is required by law. You will have to sign a contract that you do have to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And when we say rate, but we mean- I promised myself I would never say that about anything that I do. Oh. But I guess here we are in the world of rating, reviewing, Well, listen, God listened to you and he said, I'm going <laughs> to make your coworker do it. And so- <laughs> I think that um, when we say rate, and when I say we, I mean me, um, yes. I mean five stars, okay? Five across the board. Five Tens across if the you board. Because um, that's what I'm used to. Good. Get, stay <laughs> used to it. Normalize tens across the board. I, so I Adam, can we can normal. we get into this? Because yes. you met your husband on a hookup app. Let's okay, talk wait. about it. All right, first, okay, I have some facts in front of me. And um, as of this, recording. There are over 270 million adults on over 1,500 dating apps. 1,500? Yeah. Okay. I only know like three. Let's run them down. I know Grinder, 
Tinder, <laughs> uh, Hinge, Let's start on Grindr, Bumble. Yes. I'm at Bumble. four. Raya, I've heard. Raya, of. yes. Um, I've also heard of one for like the black uppity types. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna get canceled for saying that. the Jack and Jills, it's a thing. We'll we'll probably talk about it at another point. But okay, there they have one called the League. Ooh, okay. I know. Okay, I the League to be in it, but you know, I didn't accept because now I have my boo. Right, and then um, well, what's her face? Tommy Loren's sister has one. That's Ew. one. <laughs> I wouldn't know about that. Isn't there J date for the Jews out there? Yes, for all of our Jewish listeners. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm not even at ten. So basically, I'm going <laughs> to tell you, fifteen hundred dating apps. I don't believe there's that. Black Christian something or other, like single Black Christian meat. Right, uh, Black Christian something or other <laughs> dot com. <laughs> As they get what? very specific, these dating apps. That's probably why we have 1,500. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like, okay, my my mentality is that if you really want to meet somebody, you have to stick to like the, the, the main ones, right? Yeah, because once you get into the fringe, then it gets, the specifics get a little, they get a little, you know, dicey. Fuzzy. Yeah, it's yeah. it gets fuzzy. You're getting into a niche <laughs> audience. And I, exactly. I, I don't know if that's what you want. I don't know. But, you know, if your pool is limited, if you really want to make sure that you're only dating the Jewish singles, then Then, there's J-Swipe. Then hit them up. Okay. You know? (laughs) Danielle, can you tell me what each app means to you? (sighs) Well, it's very obvious that Grindr is the LGBT community's hookup first app. I am very clear on that. Mm -hmm. I understand that you just open it up wherever you're at and... That person can be two feet away. They can. You know, you know what's up. Yes. Um, But that has also evolved um, on Tinder. Okay, this is very wild information for me because... Really? um, Because Tinder was one of the first ones that was like... Hook up? Hook up for everybody, not just the LGBT community. Can I tell you, I'm going to take you, I would like you to hold my hands, which we are (laughs) doing this remote, so not possible. But theoretically, you're holding my hand right now, and I'm taking you to a simpler time, and that time is 2017. Wow, worlds away. Worlds away. Um, So in 2017, I'm going to tell you what the, the rundown was. Okay. That um, if you were young and gay, as I was, Grinder was where you wanted to meet somebody if you just wanted to hook up. For the night. Yes. For the night. Um, day. And Tinder was the one that you went on if you wanted to like meet somebody and go on a date. I feel like I do remember ye olden days where it was, where it was more than, than just hooking up. When did it change? I think that, I so I had met JP, my now husband, and deleted Tinder. But I had a friend that was still on it, and they were showing me that you could post like your picture of the day. Basically, basically there was a function. I don't know if this is like accurate. You'll uh-huh. have to help me along if you know any more information. And also, listener, don't hesitate in fact checking this. I would really like facts. I'm fueled by facts. <laughs> The truth. I'm fueled by the truth. We and do love the truth. Yes. I we <laughs> we talk about that all the time. <laughs> and what I think was that you could post a picture and this picture basically could be anything and it could go out to all of your matches. 
So I think that's when the times changed. That's when it got a little more straight to the point. Straight to the point, yes. Well, listen, I have a little bit of a uh, a list that I wanted because you wanted to like run down some of the apps. Yes. And according to this list, the top dating apps of 2022 are number one, Tinder, your, okay. your jam. Yes. It's my Bumble. Bumble. Hinge, my jam is number three. Mm-hmm. Paired at number four. Never heard of it. Never. Plenty of fish at number five. That I have is heard a of that one. Joke. No, continue. <laughs> it certainly is a joke. Number five? Five. It made the top ten. Okay. And then meet me at number six. I've never heard meet me. <laughs> Tagged at number seven. Never heard. Grinder. <laughs> That's eight. It's for dating. Oh. And then Badu. With two uh, O's. No, I be- don't because I've <laughs> never heard of that either. And the last one I also have never heard of, Wink. Wink? Huh? Listen, no. y'all are really out here dating and I'm I'm proud of you all. Yeah. It seems pretty normalized. 1,500 dating apps I would have never guessed. Yeah, it's definitely normalized. I honestly, if we could talk to somebody who's on any of the niche dating apps. I'm so curious what, who is on them? Yeah, because the thing is like the biggest, the thing that they all have in common is that you must have profiles. Like even on Grindr, there's profiles. It might be a butthole picture. It might be. (laughs) And that might be your best foot forward. But, and it gets the point across. Mm -hmm. So I need to know, Adam, like, let's talk about profile etiquette. Okay. Okay. Yes. Because you got to get your profile right. If that's not right, if it's not hitting, if it's not catching the attention of the girls, then this episode, it just, it's null and void. It does not matter. That's absolutely true. We're here to help the people. Like one of the things about this podcast, we also want to help the people. Mm, We do. So how do we get the perfect profile when we're thinking about dating profile and etiquette for that? Like what are some of the, do's and don'ts like immediately. Okay. I think let's start with the pictures, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I think with the pictures, you're you're setting the tone. You're showing like, oh, I can be cute. I'm funny. This, this, that, and the other. Okay. Yeah. But this, this is, I think, the golden rule to, to uh, do this correctly. I think that you need to have a picture of you smiling with teeth. Okay. <laughs> if you're, if every smile. Unless, listen, this is, that's, it, it's a little ableist because not every smile has. That's true. But you know what? Teeth. Every smile is beautiful. <laughs> I want to see your beautiful smile. Yeah. But also like, can we start from the very beginning of the fact that it is 2022? Yes. If you have blurry pictures and I just oh, don't understand yeah. what year we're in. That is like, mm-hmm. honey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Let's, yeah, I, you're right. Before we even. It can't be blurry. No, everything has to be clear. Like you're not using a scanner and remember, <laughs> the, remember using a scanner to upload pictures to your profile yes. for MySpace and things? We're not doing that. No. Your phone. Before this podcast started, everybody was roasting me because I used a <laughs> printer, which normalized technology because I Listen. I can, which it has a scanner attached to it. So you're very, you're hitting like very close to home for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love scanning see, things. I have to go to my, lo- my local Staples to do any of those things. So honey, why go to Staples when it can be at home? When it can be at your home. Right. When you could live at a Staples. If living at a Staples was a choice, I made it. 
No. Yeah, I love. I love. I love having a printer. It's like a modern day luxury for me. Yeah, it does feel like that, but it feels so unnecessary. But I, I, you know, I had to go to Staples the other day. Okay. To print something. So to each is maybe you know something I don't. I don't think that that's true, but. So as long as okay, so within these okay. profiles, yeah, no blurry. Please keep no your pictures blurries. crispy. Yes, fresh pr- pictures, recent pictures. You got to show your full body. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. That's this is what I I think that you need this. If um all the photos are you alone, I think something's up. I want to see you with a group of friends. I want to see that. And see, I feel a little different. Okay. You know what? Because this is excellent to get different perspectives of like what yeah. what are we looking for. Because, well, first of all, it's your dating profile. I, you know, would hope that you do have people in your life, but I don't want to see them on your dating profile. I feel like it's a little bit of a violation. Yes, 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 yes. I totally agree. I don't know why I said I want to see you with friends. I don't. (laughs) I take it back. I don't ever want, I don't ever want to see your friends. I don't want to see you and your friends. First of all, it's a dating profile. Like, I feel like it's a violation of the friend to have a picture of them. Also, if you have too many pictures of too many friends, who are you in these? Like, where are you? Which one are you? I messed and up. And I don't want to see your niece and nephew either. I get it. You're a family person. But like, it's a dating profile. Relax. Yeah. You you And take your sister's children off of there. Okay. <laughs> like, Here's the thing. If the kids aren't yours, take them out. And also, don't put your kids on there. If it's your kid, then I do need to know that you are close with your kid. And that's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I understand now. I think also, pets, I, pets are good. Pets, love, pets are great. I love a photo with a dog. I do love, I love pet pictures. I like, you know, and also thinking about, <laughs> thinking about the friends thing, because I can imagine men, because that's where you typically see people including pictures of their friends. It's from men. Yes, that's true. And they always... <laughs> Men always upload all the wrong photos for their dating profile. Okay, I, I think, find it to be hilarious. I think um, gay men are a little bit better at it. Yeah, I think men like you know, but they're more vain. They're definitely men more vain. Are, yes, they're less vain and they're very confused at how to take selfies and picture and full body pictures barely exist. Yes, because I think they're not going to ask somebody to take their picture. <laughs> Danielle Young, I have an inside scoop where I go and work out. There's this young guy. He's 19. And he showed me his Bumble app, straight guy. And um, he showed me his Bumble app and was like, yeah, I don't really like, I don't really match with anybody on here. And I was like, well, let me see. Let me see the, I want to see the pictures that you're working with. Right. He's 19, right? Young, attractive, nice kid. Shows me the photo that is his only picture that you can see his face eighth grade class photo. What is happening? I knew it was going to be something psychotic. Eighth grade. I was like, <laughs> you don't even look like this anymore. That could be your son. You're a child. You have to take that off of the profile. And like, I was like, what, are- what was the mentality behind that? And he was like, it's See? the only one I like. And they really think like that. Yeah. Like they honest to goodness think, oh, I must include this picture of me and because it's a great picture of my face. And it's like, you were 12. Right. You, that's not you anymore. Everybody is confused by your profile and has not swiped in your direction, baby. Yeah. I. It's yeah. not going to work. And not for nothing, I don't like people that put way too much in their profile. Like, if it's like a bunch of paragraphs. No. 
like, why are you, this is a lot. No. And I think you as a person are going to also be this much. Right. Because if I wanted like, to read that much, I would have opened a book. <laughs> okay. I would have read an article. I'm not reading that. Like, we're, can we get to know each other and flirt and I find these things out? I think I just, I want to know the basics. Yes. Are you a decent human? Mm -hmm. Do you have any type of taste, whether it be in music or food or, you know, like, do you have interests that are cool? Like, those are the things that make it like, oh, now I'm intrigued and I'd like to know more. Not give it all to me right away, you weirdo. Yeah, I don't want, no, I I think you should, I am a completely, I completely agree. I feel like you should leave some allure. You should leave a little mystery. I think that those, those questions, those paragraphs, those, ab those about you, I think that's an opportunity for you to be cheeky and quick and funny, something short that's to the point, but that, yeah. that also I don't like when people would like skip over and not have anything. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I get it. We're all pretty lazy and we don't want to really do this, but like nothing. But could you give it a shot? Not even like a favorite drink, like, <laughs> like nothing. Yeah. I'm not dating you. You're far too lazy. Yeah. That's not going to work out for me. Like one of the things and not to like go in on hinge unless y'all trying to sponsor us because, you know, whatever. We like sponsors. We'll take it. We'll take it. But one thing I like about them is that you can answer some of the dating prompts with a voice note. And mm. that's one of the things that I did. Yeah, that's one of the things that I did. And it was asking about like a dream that I have that for, that I want for myself. And I talked about wanting to open up a coffee shop somewhere on an island and all these things. And my boyfriend responded and was like, oh, I used to work in coffee. I've helped open some different shops. And um, I would love to chat with you about like, coffee and some of the things that you have for your um some ideas that you have for your dream and I was like oh wow what now I'm intrigued because nine times out of ten and this is for all the people out there who are attracted to men mm -hmm. it's usually really tough to flirt with them mm -hmm. like it's it takes a lot more effort um on your behalf if you're trying to flirt with a man because you're going to have to pull out certain things. And there's a lot of folks that aren't willing to do that, especially women, mm -hmm. when it comes to flirting and dating. And so it's like you're met with this, like, this labor that you don't want to put it to put, to put forth. Yes. And so sometimes when it happens so effortlessly on dating apps where there's actual flirtation and not just a bunch of, like, what you doing? Yeah, I got to tell you, this is it is making me think of like, I remember now I'm getting like, like war flashbacks of being on Tinder. <laughs> and in the in in this war of Tinder, I remember getting those messages of like, sometimes you'd, you'd be like, Oh, this is gonna be great. And like, one, you'll match with them, they'll never send you a message. And you're like, what was the point of this? What was the point? Why are you on here? Right? Get off, get out. <laughs> Wasting get my time. Out. Log out. It's the worst. It or is the if worst. they just say hi to you repeatedly. Oh, or the, the high. Well, first of all, and there's we're doing no attempt. Highs. Yeah, there's, and it's like, I, I believe the apps and, and be dating online, things like that, make it actually easy for you to be charming. Yes. Or at least because you just seem like you have some sort of initiative. Yeah. So I'm just like, why would you not do like the bare minimum? So, that's the one of the things that stuck out to me about my boyfriend is because it was active conversation. Mm -hmm. 
and not just like immediately, you know, trying to be a creep or whatever. It was like actively getting to know someone. Yeah. So, you know, I'm all about the dating apps still, especially if they give me a chance to meet so many different people that I wouldn't normally get a chance to meet and then strike up actual conversations. Yeah, I I agree. I think, you know, I think I, to go back to 2017, I still feel like it was a little, <laughs> we, I, I, listen, I, I live, I have one foot in 2022 and I have the other one right now in 2017. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> whatever gets you through it. Right. And I remember that like, there was a part of me that was like, oh, I really wish I could meet somebody like, you know, like they did in the olden days or what, like whatever that meant <laughs> that like not on an app. Courting. I wish I was courted. Oh my God. Well, no, you don't because my mother was courted and you have to bring a sibling with you or like, you know, a chaperone of some sort on this date. Oh, that's courting? Yeah. Or if you're not going anywhere, the date is coming to your house and they're sitting in the living room with your parents. No. And or your siblings. It's like they date you. You date the whole family. Oh, that's no. Yeah, courting is <laughs> sorry, mom. No, Ooh, no, no. Courting is tiring, honey. Like, <laughs> no, we're not doing. Okay, I take that back again. I'm you don't want to be like the old. You're like no. I'm redacting left statements and right. left and right. <laughs> I didn't. We back. are searching for the truth here on Normalize This. We haven't found it. No, Adam keeps lying to himself over um. <laughs> and over. You're getting an inside look of the in from the inside of my mind. That's that's the fun fact about Adam Rapon. Mm-hmm. He lies to himself. Pathological liar. Come to the truth in some way. But it, aside from like yeah, the profile. Yes. Aside from the profile. Like, like well, okay, you know, we're talking about the DMs. What's the like uh if you're gonna make the first initiative, that first like DM, what does that DM say? I think it needs to be, and like, this is coming from a woman who is not afraid to shoot a shot. I've done it mm-hmm. before my boo. I was very much in a, okay, I want to be the like pillow princess of the moment. Like you do all the work. Yes. So I just want you to come flirt with me. I want to receive. Um, That's the era that I found myself in. But I think in the sliding of DMs, you got to come strong, but not too crazy. Like you have to come with like, like I've noticed something on your profile yes. that I can latch on to. One hundred percent. If they're at a if they're at a sports game and I know like what team that is, maybe I'll say something about a team player or something. I have to Google all of those items because I don't know anything about. Right, you're sports. doing hard, like Diane so much labor <laughs> research. You're doing an interview for like Good Morning America. Yeah, like I'm prepping mm-hmm. because I want to stand out in a way that makes somebody go, huh. Like, if I can make yes. you go, huh, then I'm like, ah, I got you. Yes. Because once yeah. I get you in my face, you're a goner. Yes. Because then you know that you can turn <laughs> it on, that you'll be able to have this back and forth Yeah, because I'm very, very charming. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times. <laughs> One thing Oprah would say about me. Um, Honey, she's only asking. talking about 300 something people. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, she is saying this about you. That is true. She obviously believes how charming I am. But, yeah, I think... That's one of the things that sticks out the most when it comes to a DM slide. No, no, hey, no, hey, W-Y-D. None of those are going to get me or you anywhere. No, W-Y-D is going to get me O-U-T of the chat because (laughs) I, uh -uh. I'm going to block you. Yes. I like also full words. You know, I'm going to say something. Uh, um, words. uh, I like full words and I like when people use punctuation and um, 
I feel Talk like that's dirty very to retro. Me, Adam. I feel like it's retro. I don't think people do that anymore. Like gone are, are punctuation and like correct spelling and and like saying all the words. You're like you're not saving any time you're typing. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. You're not saving any time. I just want to read. I want to read a sentence. Yeah. Or if you don't feel like it, some people aren't real typers. Some people can't understand what the difference between two T-O and two T-O-O are. And I don't want to have to see that because those are automatic turnoffs. So maybe you can just leave me a voice note. Yeah. I love a good voice note flirting. Okay. I am very intrigued by the voice notes because it was not a feature when I was doing the apps. But I will tell you that when JP and I, we matched on Tinder. So JP is from Finland and I was in Finland when we matched. If you don't know, I used to be a a figure skater and I was at a competition. Crazy. Not just any figure skater. The figure skater on everyone's (laughs) lips. (laughs) And um, I was at a competition in Finland. And so the competition, it came and it went. We never met in person, but we matched. And I thought that he was... He sent a very great DM that was very funny Mm -hmm. and it was cute. Well-researched. It was (laughs) well-researched. And uh, then about a week or two later, I saw that he did um, the international sign for I I like you and I'd like to keep talking to you, which was follow me on Instagram and like three of my pictures. Oh, my God. Right. (laughs) And so then I was like, oh, my God, this is the guy from Tinder. And so uh, I was like, oh, we started messaging back and forth. And I think I agree that like when you can hear somebody's voice or if they can send Mm -hmm. you like a like a video or whatever, you know, like you get a better picture of of who you are because you can make this whole other person in in your own mind of like what that is. Yeah. Um, so I do, I love the, the voice note component because it was definitely something that helps JP and I connect at first. Yeah. Those are sexy too. And it can be kind of, and it could just be a, a little like different layer of flirtation, which I really love that. Mm-hmm. Can I ask how long was it before you met your boyfriend in person from when you both matched on the app? What was the, what was the length of time? We kind of fast tracked. I think like. I haven't, and I usually don't want to go that fast, especially off of, like, online dating. Mm. We matched, and I think they said that they were waiting in my, like, DMs for a minute for for us to match. And we finally did. And we were kind of, like, marathon chatting on that app and then moved to to text messages really fast. Mm -hmm. And within a couple days, we were FaceTiming. And then after a couple days of that, so maybe like a full, like maybe week and a half, we were talking about seeing each other in person. Okay. Week and a half. I, I so You know what? I'm going to be, yeah. um, I'm going to go out on a limb. I feel like week and a half is the, the, the appropriate amount of time and a normal amount of yeah, time. Yeah, because one thing you don't want to do is romanticize the online part of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like there could be this like, very fun and like, oh my God, I feel like a kid again, you know, flirting and, and chatting back and forth. Mm-hmm. That can be very, very romanticized and stretched out. Yes. And it's it can be unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can't really get a good grasp of who the actual person is versus just like who this flirty person is with me. Yes. So I like to, I don't like to stay too long on the app. If it's good, I, I'll 
take it to the phone. And from the phone, it's like immediate FaceTime. Okay. Because I want to see you. You know, okay. like I want to like. That and terrifies me. And immediately. Really? FaceTime. Yeah. Not but like that, as soon as I get your number, but like. No, I, as I, soon I get as we it. Change I understand numbers, that you're not. For a bit yes. and then. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that you're right. That is, that is. I don't want to waste time no, liking no, no, an no. idea. No, Danielle Young, you have places to go. You have people to I got to things see. to do. You're Oprah's matching. following me. Oprah's following you, yes. <laughs> In my every tweet, I got stuff to do. So yeah, I really like to get past the fantasy and mm-hmm. into like, okay, who are you really? Right. And I think that's I think that that's a perfect amount of time because that gives you enough time to see if you've lost interest in each other, if you can keep yeah. some sort of connection going over that week or and a half. Or if that same connection exists in person. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. So with JP and myself, we didn't meet for six months. Wait, so you were chatting online that whole time and on the phone? Yes. So what we did... There's no way. Okay. And I, I, I'm going to be... And JP and I have talked about this. And it's, it's I think it's a, a super interesting uh, conversation to have. Because exactly like what you're saying is that when you go back and forth with someone for too long, you almost romanticize like something else yeah you wrote you it's the idea and um i think when jp and i started talking we both felt like we weren't ever really going to meet each other it felt improbable and so we just were super honest with each other about questions we'd ask and it just led to some nice conversations and then you know feelings develop and um finally six months into us talking we met, I picked him up at the airport. And I would say, and we've both, uh, we both agree on this timeline, that for the first two days, obviously it felt like I, I really knew this person, but I, it wasn't who I thought it was going to be, if that makes any sense. Right. And it was a different, it was a totally different version of this person that I felt like I knew really well. And then I would say about like day, he was, he, he was here for about, I think maybe seven days. You know, he, he said, oh, I'm coming to LA. Like, you know, I, I have friends. I can, you know, I can stay with them or whatever. And of course, we, I was so excited that he was coming. I was like, no, 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 like stay with me. And he obviously <laughs> was, did not have like friends that were actually here. He was just like, I'll just stay at a hotel if it's not good. So first two days, it felt like we were really kind of getting to know each other. It's just weird. It's like, you've never been around mm. this person when they when they like breathe or are laughing yes. in person, or you don't see yes. the way that they look at you in the face. And so I thought it was super interesting because by the time, I mean, I totally fell for him like as as the days went on because I felt like all of those things I knew knew about him, like it was all coming together and it was like syncing up. And I felt we just needed to kind of like get a rhythm with each other. And then it was like, then I was, you know, I was, it was over at that point. Right. Yeah. But I totally agree. I think like that's a, a crazy circumstance of like how, how we met. But I think if you're in the same vicinity as somebody, I agree that that week and a half, two week timeline is the sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it really gets it to the point of being like, okay, is this chemistry real? Mm-hmm. And I like that. I, I don't, usually try to like rush my way through things or anything but it's like and I don't want to sound like one of those cliche people that is like oh I found my person mm. but like when you find someone that it just things match in a way and like meld together in a way that you don't notice a lot of your rules don't apply totally 
Totally. And that's kind of how it's been with with my boyfriend now is that I'm like, oh, you know, I really just kind of let things go. Not like let it go. And I just like didn't care. But like just completely let let yourself go. I surrender. (laughs) (laughs) I have actually. Um, (laughs) No, but I surrender to it. And it's, it's, it's been it's been pretty, pretty decent. I can't even complain. That's that's all you want. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, my love story and your love story have normalized dating apps for a whole new generation of people. Single-handedly, I, double-handedly. I, I, double-handedly. I couldn't agree more. I think that um, it's it's normalized. It's here to stay. <laughs> it's basically, Mission accomplished and you're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, and we are welcome. Adam, we should move on to a fun segment Yes, that we like to call Keep It or Curb It. I love it. I love yes. keeping and curbing. I know. And hopefully, like, once we get, like, a budget and things, we could get, like, music. I, I, like, I, okay, wait. Danielle Young, I <laughs> want sound effects. Or if they need me to sing the theme songs first. I would like, freak. Yeah, you do need Let me that. just <clears throat> keep it or curb it. Keep it or curb it. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. And to any listener out there that could mix that for us, <laughs> I'm not joking at all. Please don't. <laughs> Listen, now that folks have their dating profile set up, right. they have their apps of choice. Mm-hmm. We gave y'all 10 different ones out of the 1500 right. that exist. Surely there's an app out there for you. Surely. And you've just freshly downloaded the do. And, Pretty much. And these are a few things that we want to see if we keep or curb. The first Get your one. Get pictures together. Um, Danielle, are you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's talk about some of these dating trends and decide if we should keep them or curb them. Okay. Let's get it. Let's go. The first one is dry dating. Okay. That sounds gross. What is this? Sounds horrible. Um, according <laughs> to the internets, plural internet. All of them. Mm -hmm. Dry dating is a new movement where people choose to go on the first few dates without the influence of alcohol or drugs to really get to know the person they're meeting. Okay, how do you feel? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, when we say dry dating, I think under the influence, I don't think anybody's doing a shot of Casamigos and a little hit of fentanyl before they go out, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you should be able to have a drink at dinner. Come on. Yeah, I will see. I'm terrible. I would like to have a bunch of drinks on the first date to kind of like let loose and have fun. Um, But I understand like we are living in some weird times and it could be potentially dangerous for you to be, you know, under the influence of anything Mm -hmm. with a complete stranger. So keeping your wits about you makes the most sense, especially on a first date. But as we continue to go through and you are a verifiable human, meaning like you're not just a complete stranger. Like I do know maybe some of the people in your circle mm-hmm. or, you know, like with my with my boo, I didn't know anyone in their circle, but I could verify them through where they worked or, okay. you know, some Which, of the people Did you that, do that? Did you verify them? I didn't, but... But you I, could. You had the I power could. to. Okay. Which is I have just the power to. to. Well, They're honestly. not a complete wayward soul out here in the world, mm-hmm. you know? That's kind of, that's why I'm like, I don't want to be like, oh, 
Yeah, I don't want to be like, oh yeah, girl, go out there and drink your drinks and smoke your smokes and snuff and sniff your stuff and go on your date. No, I, I just I don't want to sound like that. Yeah, no, I, everybody I, be careful. I'm with you. <laughs> I think a few drinks, like uh, you know, I think it's totally normal. I think you can have more yeah. than that. You know, again, listen to Danielle. Listen to be her. safe. If, if you take anything away from this podcast, it's do not fucking listen to me at all not one word and listen the to flip flopper uh, yeah how many first of all i fucking lie and you know that now and everybody knows it and i'm and i'm gonna say it right now i'm not gonna everybody stop knows lying it. ever listen and that is why you are a truth teller yes in your life I, I listen if you don't know what a lie is how do you know how the truth feels Ooh. thank you yeah i'm i okay to go back to the point, that was yes, beautiful. I'm. You should go thank into politics. You. I'm going to put it. Uh, I will go into politics <laughs> after this. Um, right after. Right this. after this break, I <laughs> am going into politics. Um, yeah, I think a, a few glasses of a drink of choice is uh, totally normal. But I will say that dr- drug wise, and Danielle, you don't. You can weigh in if you want or not. I'm so scared of all drugs. And um, <laughs> I have only smoked weed a few times. And every time I've done it, I have thought that everyone around me <laughs> poisoned me and that I was dying. And a quote that I will quote from the famous wow. me um, <laughs> is, I feel so lucky because not everybody knows exactly when they're going to die. And I know I'm going to die right now is something I wow. said to myself. Everyone then, everybody with anxiety, please turn your turn your headphones up. <laughs> I remember using that. Wow, that, that is a lot. That's a lot, right? I remember <laughs> saying that to myself as a way to calm myself down, just if, in case you wanted to know what kind of headspace I was in. Whew, that was not, yeah. If that's going to happen to you, and Don't do it, it could with drugs, it very well could happen mm-hmm. to you. Stay away from them. I would prefer that you not touch any drug that you are not prescribed before any of your dates. Thank you. Um, That's a, that is but, great advice. Um, yeah, we'll 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 lean into that a couple of more dates in, like a couple months in. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we can keep and or curb dry dating. I say it's, curb it's, it. Get rid of it. It's awful. <laughs> I say keep it for the first month mm, of dating, like and then and then days. introduce them into your drugs and alcohols. Okay. No. Slowly. Okay. All right. Fine. I'm still curbing it. Gone. It's gone. It's for me. It's gotta go. I might have been lying. It's rubbing off on me. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's honestly addicting. I love it. So <laughs> I have the next one, Adam, for our keep it or curb it. Got it. According to dating experts, people are now focusing on something called prioritizing. Mm-hmm. In the olden days, before mm-hmm. 2020, mm-hmm. the pandemic that changed all of our lives forever and ever, amen. Who um, could forget? Used, <laughs> who could ever forget? People used to have a laundry list of traits that they were looking for in a partner. Now everybody's desperate. So that list is shorter. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but not only is it shorter, but people are prioritizing more important qualities, like mm-hmm. one or two tops. Okay. From a long list to one or two qualities that we're looking for. For example, 86% of singles say their biggest priority is finding a partner with equal or higher income. 
And that's the thing that they'll prioritize. Mm-hmm. Another example is that 83% of singles prefer an emotionally mature partner rather than someone physically attractive. Yeah, I, that's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, because emotional maturity, like you can't. Yeah, there's, like, a, there's only so many doctors do you can anything go to. without it. Yeah, like I don't want to like I've I've had the trauma of childhood. I don't want right adult trauma. Like no, please, no, that's that is awful. <laughs> I think I, I honestly I think that this is fantastic because yeah, prior dating makes a lot of sense. Right. Um. I, you know what? So to go back to like I love to do to me. I think <laughs> that when I met JP, I was not looking to meet anybody. I was on the apps because like everybody's on the apps. Same, You know, it same. was just like, it was like a game. I just, just having fun flirting, yes. seeing if I still got it. Exactly. <laughs> keeping, <laughs> keeping my game up. Yeah. So I feel like I was really in a headspace where I was trying to put myself first and if it worked out to to go on a date with somebody, I would do it. But I wasn't going to bend over backwards. I really didn't plan on changing my schedule. I, I was really focusing on like my my work and what I was doing at that time, and that was my priority. And if and it and and I wanted to be out there to have fun and like exercise that part of my mind, right? right. And so for me, my main focus and my main thing that I was looking for was somebody who had their shit together and somebody who um, made me laugh. And my other thing was basically somebody who wasn't um, put off by I wanted to put myself first and that they Uh, would be like a second priority. Talk that talk, Adam. That was what, what was so important to me that they also would put themselves first because for me, that felt like very sexy. It also meant to me that they loved what they did Um, They were that they had passion about something and that um, they were going to make sure and they would be able to focus on their own happiness because I felt like if I could always be happy myself, then it could be anybody. And so as Mm. long as that person brought joy to my life, then that was great. That's all I needed them to do. Yeah. See, I love that. I've definitely started prior dating the older that I've gotten. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I first started, it was very important for me to have somebody physically attractive. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm a person in a plus size body. I just needed people to see that I could pull. I could pull them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And (laughs) that didn't quite work out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then that like it became less and less of a priority that the person be this like hunk, you know, like Uh you just on on levels. And it was apparently like, like I craved it without knowing that that was my priority, but having someone who is genuinely caring and kind Mm -hmm. and like to, like to your point about like letting you be the priority, but like somebody who would love me through my bullshit. Yes. And that was like very important for me to like find somebody like that, someone connected to family. Honestly, I've always wanted to date somebody with money or at least mm-hmm. more money than me and just be taken care of in that way. Um, and that's still like something I would like. But I am a breadwinner in this relationship, if you know, like if you call it that. But I, I make more money than my partner. Mm-hmm. And that would you like normally that would make me feel away. Mm-hmm. But in this partnership, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Because this like my partner continues to prove to me. That even though like they can't keep up with like 
ridiculous price dinners on a on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. they're going to do what it takes to try. Right. And to make that a priority for them. And so those are like, it's just, it, that's way different from oh, what my oh, priorities it, yes. used to be yeah. when it was a list. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think um, if I had to come up with a list now, yeah, what I are would your say, two? What are your one or two qualities? Because that's what the priorita- prioritizing is. Okay, my one or two would be make me laugh and be able, like, and you can take care of yourself. Like you, all your finances and everything, you have that all under under control. Like you and don't need you can make, my yes. finances. Yes. And I think that, you know, dynamics change when you're in a relationship. I think like, yeah. when you're in a, you know, somebody can become a an, uh, stay-at-home parent. And obviously if they're a stay-at-home parent, they're not bringing in the same amount of income that somebody who might have a job outside right. of the home might. Right. But I think that's like a dynamic that you can, that that organically happens within the relationship. But I think heading into it, I want somebody that can support themselves and make me laugh. That's it. I think that's that those are, they're the most important things. And I those think are. I think making somebody laugh is one of the most attractive things that somebody can. Oh, God, yes. Be. I love that. It's so it's endearing. It's soul fulfilling. It, it does a lot. Mm-hmm. I think my two priority dates um, on my list are someone who. Is alive. Is no, breathing. One. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking because it's changed so much, but I do believe that my first one is someone who has like a light, like an undeniable spark, an undeniable joy. Love that. Yeah. Like very connected to living and loving life mm-hmm. as my number one, because, you know, there it's it's hard out here and, and with anxiety and depression and things like that, having a partner who has a like actual zest for life is a beautiful feeling. Mm -hmm. And also someone who is committed to holding me down. Yes. Um, That doesn't have to be financial or anything. It would be nice. Yeah. But just at their core, like making sure I'm good is is their thing. Mm -hmm. That is what I'm primarily attracted to right now. Daniel, what's your love language? I'm wondering. my acts of service. Oh, yeah. I like, love to... I prefer, like, I would prefer that, like, because it's always weird. I think, like, my, like, love language, like, what I like to do mm-hmm. is um, gifts. Yes. And I'm a, I love gifts. I love to time. receive quality time. And I really do like affection, but I don't love it all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, but what I like to receive is acts of service. Okay. What about you? Okay. I love to receive quality time. I think that's my most important one. I love quality time. And how I show my love for other people is acts of service. I love to do things for other people. I love being loved like that. Yeah. That's one of my favorite I didn't realize it until this relationship that I like people to do things for me, like laundry or Mm -hmm. however you can make my life easier. I love that. Yes. I don't, it's not my favorite. Like I, I really appreciate it. But like when somebody wants to go out of their way to spend time with me, that truly is like, Oh, that's love. Yeah. So, okay. So are we keeping, are we curbing prior dating? I'm keeping it. Oh, I'm keeping. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Shorten your list, everyone. Stop with the long list. That is so. Yeah. Don't put, don't put parameters on the kind of person that you could like bring into your life because yeah. I, you okay. might be missing out. Yes, I'm keeping. So 
Next up, we're talking about something that um, I've never heard of, but apparently is a newer dating trend, and it's called kitten fishing. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, I've never heard of kitten fishing, but it's um, <laughs> not cat fishing. It's not cat fishing. And so, cat fishing is obviously when somebody creates a fake identity on a social networking app or something. And basically, it's somebody who's pretending to be who they're not. I've done that before, but maybe we can leave that for another episode. I... <laughs> Make the people come back. <laughs> oh, I need to hear. Okay. Wait. It's a saga. It's Wait. a saga. We'll, we'll come back. Oh my God. Okay. All right. How am I supposed <laughs> to continue? All right. Well, okay. Kitten fishing is less extreme. Okay. So kitten fishing is basically something you're representing yourself, but it's, it's less extreme. So it could be, you know, photos from deceptive angles, lying about uh... numbers. Okay. Photos from a few years ago, hats when you're bald. I, this goes back to, <laughs> this goes back to me. Smile with your teeth, even if you're missing any. <laughs> I just want to know. I just want yeah, to Yeah, don't know. lie about your height. Like, I've heard that any man that claims they are 5'7 online are usually 5'5 five, five five below. 5'4. Five, yeah. If, you, if yeah. you're saying 5'7, which is a sh- is not tall. You're definitely under it. Yeah, you're 5'4. You're 5'7 in... That's on, kitten on, fishing. On, on a stair, on stairs, on stilts, I, <laughs> in heels, maybe. Kitten fishing. Who knew? I think, wait, I think a, a good kitten fish, <laughs> my nickname, I think a good kitten fish is, <laughs> is all fine, right? Because on these is dating it? apps, I think so. Because I well, think Well, I mean, that everybody it's... wants to put themselves in the best light. And sometimes that totally. angle makes you pop right. a little bit more or that filter makes you look a little bit more snatched. But like, here's the thing. It's, are we leaning out. into meeting each other in person? Right. Or are we continuing this online love affair? Right. I think soft kitten fishing, um, <laughs> which is now my new nickname, soft kitten fish. Oh my God. Soft I, kitten fish. Soft kitten fish. I think that a little bit is okay, but I agree with you, Danielle. Danielle Young. Yeah, you're going to have to. I agree that, um, yeah, a, you can't go too far. If you go too far, you it, you can't meet this person in person. Yeah. You, Be who you are, beautiful. Yes. Hey, hey, you, turn it up. And turn it down. Be who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Be who you are because you're beautiful. You don't need to be a kitten fish. No. And also, I think like if you just, if you're yourself on these apps, that's the most important thing. Be yourself because you're going to attract a person who is genuinely into that. Yeah. Wouldn't you want that? You're swipeable, babe. Yes. 100%. Hey, you. Hey, Swiping right for you. Every day. (laughs) All day. Are we keeping or curbing kitten fishing? Uh, I think I'm going to... for a nickname, I'm keeping it. Oh, nickname, I'm going to go to the social security office tomorrow and change. <laughs> um, as an act, I'm going to have to curb. Like, stop that, babes. Yeah, enough. Take enough is enough. Off. Jig is up. I've had it. Mm-hmm. Listen, now that your dating profile is all set up, you got the right pictures, your teeth are showing. Mm-hmm. Thank There's you. not too many extra people in the pictures. There might be a pet. There might be a kid. Hopefully it's your kid. You know that there's a lot of different dating trends now. You know that there's a lot of different apps, 1500 mm. to be exact. Mm-hmm. So Adam and I expect nothing less than success stories from all of you loyal listeners. And I know you're loyal because I know you're still listening. Mm-hmm. Adam, what was your favorite takeaway of this episode? I have mine. Uh, my favorite takeaway was that that this is the beginning of something very incredible. 
Mm-hmm. I will kitten fish my way to the very top <laughs> if it kills me and it might, but I'm kitten willing to do it. Kitten fishing might kill you. And Danielle, what that about is, yours? That Look, to our producers out there listening, kitten fishing might kill you should be the name of the first, this episode. Kitten fishing That's, might kill you. Kitten, kitten fishing might kill you. That's the name of the episode. But I think my favorite takeaway is um, the cliffhanger that will bring you back to listening to normalize this is that I once was a catfish. I'm going to dive I wasn't proud. so deep into this <laughs> that I will. I am going to find out everything. Listen, I, I have interviewed Neve's co-host Cammie on Catfish. Uh-huh. And um, I, if, if you follow me, if you've watched my interviews, I did confess within, an, within that interview. So it is out there in the world somewhere, but you don't have to go digging for it. You just come back to this podcast yeah. and listen to another episode and I'll tell you the story, oh. stories, plural, about my catfishing days. What an incredible way to end on such a cliffhanger. Yeah, you got to leave the people salivating in dating and in podcasting. Absolutely. And that's show business. <laughs> to all of our loyal listeners, we love you so much and thank you so Especially much. Especially you, Oprah. I know you're listening. I know she is. Because once you tweet this, there's only a few people that she's reading <laughs> tweets from. You're one of them. And I'm one of them. Right. So that's it. Put, that's Put that in your reviews. Put that in, in your, your comments. Yes. And make sure you rate it and stuff. Please. And subscribe. Right. Do, do right. everything that like, you can. There's a lot of different places to listen to podcasts. There's no excuse. No. There may not be 1,500 like the dating apps. Right. There's a lot of places that you can listen and make sure that you reach out to us on social media too. Yes. Adam, where, th- where are they reaching out to you at? Um, reach out to me, slide into my Instagram DMs. I'm at a rip on Instagram or uh, just plain up tweet at me at Adam Rippon. Love that. And you know, you can slide into my Insta DMs at T-H-E, Danielle Young. And then on Twitter, where Oprah and I are, that is Rapsodani, R-H-A-P-S-O-D-A-N-I. Tell me about some stuff that we should normalize. Tell me how much you love this podcast. Also, at Adam and me together and tell us, you know, your deepest fantasies. Yes, please. What a beautiful way to end this first episode. Danielle, thank you so much. At a blast. Adam, Kittenfish, Rapon, thank you so much for just normalizing things. And also, kids, don't forget, kitten fishing might kill you. <laughs> it's killing me. <laughs> Everyone out there listening, we want to hear from you. Make sure you follow at Make Spring Hill on all platforms for weekly show updates.